0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to our Boardroom Chats.
1: Yes, I'm Kathy Duplantis, and this is... What's your name? Jesse Duplantis. <laughs> yes, it
0: is. Right. <laughs> I, love it. I want to start off with a testimony. I saw this, and this is a lady from Kathy. Her name is Kathy Ann Mills. I love your Boardroom Chats. They are so powerful and spiritually informative. Helps, helps me to discount untruths from my past. Wow. And know the truth. God bless. Yeah, Ooh, that's good. I really, well, you know, there's so many people have to unlearn some things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unlearn something. I mean, you know, because religion is a garden of weeds. It's a theological wilderness. All it does is strangle people. And more people have died in religious wars over religion than anything else. Right. When more people should have been born again. The exact opposite. You know, I want to talk about something. You would think uh, you saw Jesus raised up as a child you begin to see his powerful miracle ministry taking place and his hometown just wouldn't have anything to do with it. Hmm. So if you got a Bible or an iPad, I want you to go to Mark chapter 6. I want to start reading with verse 1. And he went out from thence and came into his own country and his disciples followed him. When the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue and many hearing him were astonished saying, from whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this, that which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? You can tell there's envy there. Mm-hmm. You can tell there's jealousy there. Then they say this, Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joes, and of Judah mm-hmm. and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him, How can you be offended when Jesus is healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out devils, feeding 5,000 people with a two-piece fish dinner, doing all these wonderful things? Look what Jesus said, mm-hmm. verse 4. A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin. And in his own house. I want you to read that in the Amplified. Then I want to read verse 5 in the... in the. Um,
1: verse 5? Uh, uh,
0: verse 4. I want verse you to read four. that in the Amplified. Then I want to read verse 5 in the King okay, James. So,
1: but Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, de- deference, reverence, except in his own country and among his relatives and is in his own house.
0: And watch verse 5. He said he could there do no mighty work. And you've heard people say, didn't say he wouldn't, said he couldn't. He could there do no mighty work save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. Mm. Read verse 5 then Amplified.
1: Amplified says, and he was not able to do even one work of power there, except that he laid his hands on a few sickly people and cured them.
0: And verse 6 in the King James, and he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went round about the village's teaching. Read that in Amplify, baby.
1: And he marveled because of their unbelief, their lack of faith in him. And he went about amongst the, among the surrounding villages and continued teaching.
0: It is amazing to me. God came to town to be a blessing, and they rejected him yeah. because they only saw him as a carpenter, the son of Mary, his sisters. And the reason why is they were offended Mm-hmm. offense is is the mother of all unbelief it really is it's one of the most terrible That's things good. is when you get offended mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying now i want you I, I don't know if it's the message translation do you have another translation i do like I
1: have open to the passion right uh, now the but passion I go to read else.
0: i want you to read verse um uh four verse
1: four that jesus
0: said in the passion and then i want to get into this uh
1: and uh well it's Three starts isn't this Mary's son, the carpenter, the brother of Jacob, Joseph, Judah, and Simon? And don't his sisters all live here in Nazareth? And they took offense at
0: him. Okay, verse 4.
1: Verse 4, and Jesus said to, to them, a prophet is treated with honor everywhere except in his own hometown, among his relatives, and in his own house.
0: Read verse 5.
1: And he was unable to do any great miracle unable. in Nazareth, God. except to heal a few sick people by laying his hands on them. In verse 6. And he was amazed at the depth of their unbelief. Then Jesus went out into the different villages and taught the people.
0: Here's a statement I want to ask. Is Jesus amazed at the depth of your unbelief? Hmm. I am amazed that people that don't believe in healing mm-hmm. don't believe in prosperity. Mm-hmm. When most people I know need healing yeah. and most people I know need prosperity.
1: I think it's significant that at the beginning of the chapter when you read this that Jesus was actually in a synagogue in a ch- basically a church service right. and he's preaching and instead of listening to what he was saying, they're judging him. Oh Oh, I man. know him. Why? How could I receive anything from him? And then it showed us as we finished what we were reading, when it got to the end of there, it shows Jesus' answer to unbelief. It shows Jesus' answer to what happened. He says he went around to the other villages teaching yeah. the people. So Jesus, everywhere he went, the Bible talks he went about heal, te- heal, preaching and teaching and healing. So healing is always going to be the result of somebody being taught what the Word of God has already said about Amen. healing. Amen?
0: Amen. But t- I, to be amazed at the depth of it, mm-hmm. good God. I mean, that's that's sad. The depth of their unbelief. The depth, in other words, was so deep that people could not, who were physically hurt,
1: well, he was there among his own people. He was, yeah. They had heard about the healing promises of God throughout the Old Testament. Yeah, but Kathy, Miracle, don't, they had yeah, heard about the miracles. Don't
0: you think you ought to believe in healing for compassion's sake? Well, of course. Well, and yet these people, well, when you get offended, you don't have compassion. You're yeah. not walking in compassion. You're not walking in love. You're not walking in joy. You're not walking in mercy. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about this unbelief. Mm-hmm. It's a contagious disease. You know, I, I, and when people understand it, it's infected the body of Christ. And he's infected the world completely. And it started in the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. That's where it started when they didn't believe what God said. Mm-hmm. In fact, even the devil challenged Eve, hath God said? It's
1: true. And that's that just sad. It's like that, it is a contagious disease, and actually, it's a super spreader. It it's worse than the, the Delta variant. <laughs> because you, know. you know it spreads and because people tend to just listen to what the doubt is saying and they instead of going to the word of God they entertain those thoughts and they dwell on it and then they begin to doubt what God has promised and
0: I mean think of it it's it's more than a pandemic it's an epidemic that's never stopped it has killed more people than anything else in the world mm-hmm. Unbelief in everything you could think of. And
1: here was the Son of God right here on earth, Ooh. and he could do no mighty work. Right there in his own hometown because of that unbelief, the depth of their unbelief. The
0: shock look on his face. I like that. That, that translates to the expected depth.
1: expected more.
0: Yeah. Now, let me ask you this: this. Does, does he marvel at the depth of your faith? I love that Ooh, idea. Ooh, I, I, I hope that God, he, he does it no, in the my Bible faith. No, the Bible
1: records that he, did, he said that only like twice. Was it twice? Yeah. Two different times that One, he marveled centurion. at their great faith. And, right. and he had said, but the centurion, oh, I have not found greater faith. Well, that centurion understood authority. Amen. And then the woman that came to him. You yeah. know, she had great faith. Amen. She went for her daughter. I mean. And it, both of those were outside of the tribe of Israel, outside of his family, his right. nation, his, his people. See,
0: faith crosses all boundaries. But it so will. does unbelief. It's sad to say, see. So which one do you want to receive? See, which one do yeah. you want to live in? Now, you know, I've been criticized for faith. <laughs> I mean, they say, well, he, he just preaches that faith stuff. Well, that's better than the doubt stuff. The sick stuff. I, I think, prefer to preach the answer than the problem.
1: Right. I think that's what Jesus wants us to preach because the Bible talks about when he returns to the earth, shall he find faith? Faith is what's going to get us up all of the, out of this planet and into heaven. Amen. That's right. What faith is basically belief in what Jesus has said. It's not you know, a big uh, uh, spooky, too pooky kind of thing yeah. to say. It's, it's true belief in the word of God.
0: But that's an amazing statement when he said, shall he find faith on the earth mm-hmm. you mean that in unbelief has infected it so much that he, he can't find it
1: well it was <clears throat> it was rare when he came the first time amen so that's right we're believing that it's gonna be more it'll be strong you know when they called
0: him the second Adam but sad to say the church world and the second world seemed to like the first Adam more than the second Adam mm-hmm. I mean there was fighting going on in the church in Jesus' day, and there's fighting going on in the church today. And I don't mean that to be critical of the church, but being, uh, uh, you know, but, 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 but truthful. But yet the Bible said the gates of hell do not prevail against the church. It may prevail against a person, but it won't prevail against the church because yeah. the church is people. Yeah. And you see, and the only way that it, it, uh, that unbelief gets a hand over you or gets over you is when you receive that inside your innermost being.
1: I remember you talking about how when your mother, when you were just a teenager, was trying to get you to go to the church and you didn't want anything to no. do
0: with
1: it. And no. you said, I remember you told me later that you had said to her, Mom, I don't want to go to that church. I got too many hypocrites in that church.
0: Yeah, you know what she said? What? You gotta be smaller than a hypocrite to hide behind one. Mama always had them (laughs) sayings. I thought I felt like Forrest Gump. You know, Mama just know you you never know. You never know what what whatever. Well, that's about the chocolates, but still. Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. But Mama would always come up with something and blow it away. Remember when I was talking to Uncle Ray, my Uncle Raymond, he's in heaven today, and he, he was telling me, why don't you just accept Jesus? And I said, I have my own philosophy. Boy, he nailed me to the wall with that. In Colossians 2, I think it's verse 8, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy. Mm -hmm. I thought, oh God, that just blew that socks out. You know what I mean? Every time I would try, because you see their faith was stronger than my unbelief. Mm -hmm. I really thought my unbelief had a qualified answer. Mm -hmm. You know, and I thought everybody would say, okay, but my God, their faith had more qualification in it. And it ministered to me at the time that they said that. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm talking about today unbelief versus faith mm. you see you got a choice right you might as well choose the good stuff you know he, uh, sickness or healing you have a choice by stripes you will heal you want the problem do you want the answer I
1: want the answer?
0: what's this you do you want a divorce or do you want to be married all your life mm-hmm. everything has choices to it mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say choice when we go to the we go to the uh, the restaurant now, I guess we're getting old. you're not kind of laughing at this. We're kind of getting older now because we start to split things. Before we would eat like two little horses. I mean, don't speak for yourself. No, you, know, you did. You ate like a horse, man. <laughs> no. We'd go to a place called Houston's, and she'd eat a whole rack of ribs, a whole big salad, a whole baked potato, and then want some uh, dessert. We can't do that today at all. We order, and we fooled by splitting it in, in half. <laughs> I don't know what it is, you know what I'm saying? But you know what? And sometimes Kathy would get mad at me because you know she say, you always order the same thing.
1: Don't do that to your face. Yeah, you but don't that's have how you did that. it. You
0: say <clears throat> I'm just, I'm just copying her. <laughs> I always order the same thing. I said, well, you ever notice every time I've ordered, I always got a good meal. She wanted to try new things, and she would try something. She'd go, oh, I don't like this, and I said, what? You ordered. You said, "Can I have yours?" No, you can't have well, mine you have to, because I ordered the same thing. You
1: have to admit some of the, some of the things that you're ordering now were those new things that I ordered that you discovered, and all of a sudden, like it's your, what? Well, I can't think of it right now. But <laughs>
0: That's I'm what sure I it's thought. True. I knew you could think it, but it don't exist. No, you it Because I eat the same thing all the time. Gotcha. When I go to P.F. Chang's, what do I eat, Kathy? the same thing all the time <laughs> when i go to the cheesecake factory what do i that's
1: eat that's boring you know, who wants to what, do yeah, that come
0: on let's talk. when i go to the cheesecake factory what it do not. i eat they don't the care same about thing that. Yes, do. that's it when i go to mr b's what do i eat the same thing mm-hmm. now what do you eat uh,
1: i like trying new things <laughs> I and know lo-
0: that. a lot of the times it's a good dish like remember
1: when i but tried that But why do you, you want to eat my
0: same things
1: I don't. Yes, you do. Not always.
0: <laughs> Y'all need to pray for my wife. She has unbelief in her when it comes to eating. She wants to try something new.
1: That's good.
0: <laughs> That's okay. Good. You know, she'll just try it, and you know it sounds good. But then when it gets to the when it gets to the table, sometimes, oh Lord, I mean, Kathy says I think I'll have some fish. You ever had been in a restaurant and people and they brought the fish and it smells so bad that you couldn't hardly eat your food. You went. Jesus, when did they, when they catch that fish? 1876? <laughs> God, God. And yet people go, are you hungry? No, I'm not hungry, but I'm just <laughs> using that as an example. Okay. You have a choice. So then when you find something good, stick with it. That's right. Pick and stick.
1: And if things aren't going good, find something new. I found, good, you, I something, I found new. something
0: good, so I pick and stick. Praise <laughs> God. You see what I'm saying? They could there do no mighty work. So te- that's telling me that he wanted to do mighty works. True. He wanted to bless them. He said, "Y'all know me," and yet you can't get to people that are offended. You know, I've said this before in boardroom chats. So I'll say, I'll say it again. What's the difference between being offended and being hurt? And if you've never heard it, it warrant saying it again. See, when you get hurt, you look for someone to heal you. You're like a child. Mama, kiss it, make it feel better. And it just does, for some reason it does. Now, when you get offended, you look for somebody to hurt. The church mafia kicks in. We're going to make you an offer. You don't refuse. <laughs> in other words, you know, we don't like you. We want to hurt you. See, offense is the mother of all belief. So what Jesus was saying was, uh, I came here. Yeah, uh, uh, unbelief. I, 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 I came here to be a blessing to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you know what? He had to leave.
1: Yeah, he left.
0: The blessing that he had for them. He went went to to others.
1: He went to different villages, and he taught the people.
0: Now, how many blessings you should have received went to others Mm. because of the depth of unbelief? How many monetary problems you've had when God came to bless you in the city, bless you in the field, bless you going in, bless you going out, but you wouldn't believe in prosperity. You wouldn't believe in this, and yet you needed exactly Mm -hmm. what they were preaching. Now, I'm not talking about greed. I'm talking about. I mean, I heard a young man told me this the other day. That when he goes to the church service, they say if you're not hurting, if you don't feel bad, if you're not condemned, it's not a good message. When
1: you leave the service, they. When you leave
0: the, good. Who want to go to a place like that? Not me. And that prosperity man—that's of the devil. And then they write a letter. Would you please be generous to us? Uh huh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Their depth of unbelief and stupidity is beyond human reason. Staggering, it right. really is. But think it. So how many blessings mm-hmm. went to another individual because you would not receive? How many times Jesus said that to Jerusalem? Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. I'm trying to help you here. Mm-hmm. But you would not receive. See, I want to talk about that today. Unbelief versus faith. You have a choice. So choose it. Choose the faith of God. Right. And watch God just do these wonderful things. Abraham chose, and because he chose to trust God, I mean, Israel was birthed through him. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But do you know what? It should not have been Jacob. It should have been Abraham, Isaac, and Esau because First he was born. the firstborn. Mm-hmm. But he chose the unbelief <laughs> Yeah. instead of choosing the faith. What have you chose today to believe by faith?
1: I choose to believe the word of God no matter what Amen. I hear on the news, I hear, I hear the promise of God stronger in my heart than I hear the attack of the enemy or the doubt that Amen. tries to invade my thinking.
0: Yeah, go ahead. What are you
1: trying to believe today? What are you What believing I'm believing for, for
0: is I'm going to tell you the truth. I have so many projects going on. God's made me say something. I was at the Southwest Believers Convention a few weeks back, and I've never said that before in my entire life. And we were talking, and you know, because when God tells me to do something, the first thing I do, because I'm a businessman also, well, how much is that gonna cost? Because the Bible says count the tower, count okay. the cost before you build the tower. Right. So I started I started thinking about well how much money it's gonna to take to do this project and, and different things. And the law I said this while I was preaching, you don't need no money, you just need a project. Remember me saying mm-hmm. I went, I kind of started myself. That was faith talking. In other right. words, God said, if you get a project, I'll get you the money.
1: Right see, God don't
0: just, just throw money on the ground and just look at it.
1: He's always no. stretching
0: us. Yes. Mm-hmm. he's. And I thought, yes, that's so true. I believe the unbelievable. I receive the impossible because it's doable. I've said it before. A lot of people say, my God, man, I mean, what are you believing for? Well, it, it takes so much finance to operate and function a ministry. Right now, doing this boardroom cha- uh we spent a million dollars to build to build Studio C, a little over a million, actually. No, I think about a million dollars. To build Studio C, all the different things it took. And years ago, we couldn't. We, man, we didn't even have faith to believe for that. But we kept uh, faith come by hearing and hearing and hearing, staying on the word of God and believing God's word. And today, you would think, man, I've got the best cameras money can buy. I mean, I do. Praise I mean, God, my cameras yeah. that, that I shoot uh, when I do broadcast television, I can shoot the Super Bowl with them. That's a fact, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I mean the lenses and everything. I mean, in a seventy-five thousand-seat auditorium, I can suck you from across that thing and put you this close. I have all that stuff, and you would think, my God, why do you need that? Because I'm shooting uh, through satellites, twenty-six miles up in the air, so you got to have what I call great resolution. Is that right, guys? People behind the camera, they know what I'm. Talking. They know more about that than I do. But but when you understand, I think, my Lord. But then you know what? Right now, I got a twenty-million-dollar project. I got a 5 million dollar project. I have a 75 million dollar project. I have a 200 million dollar project. I got a 6 billion dollar project and I'm thinking it's unbelievable. It's impossible, but ah, it's doable because I didn't choose the unbelief part of it. Yes. I chose the faith part of it. Mm-hmm. You see, and God uses wonderful partners like who help us every month so graciously. I'm a constantly giving Right. I had someone tell me this not long ago. Why would you give that money, man? Don't give that kind of money away. My Lord, man, you uh, because you believe in God for that. But well, the only way to know the to, uh, to do to do big projects, I have to sow big seeds. Mm-hmm. Why? So I can have that kind of harvest level to do those things. That's right. That's you so see good. what I'm saying? That's good. Now you just listen to me. You ain't gonna have anything to <laughs> no, say. No, I
1: have great things to <laughs> say. <laughs> Come but on, say I'm trying to. I'm oh. just listening. Well, I'm you, you mean
0: you submit to my authority?
1: No, we're chatting. Oh, I,
0: knew, I knew that would get that idea. Well, I knew that would bring we're a rise. Chatting.
1: We're chatting. I was going to read a testimony for you. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, you got to be quick, man, on the edge where you ought to be. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Thank you.
1: This one you is, heard that? You are. Yeah. This is from Anne. She says, happy Friday from Sydney because, you know, it's always, Sydney, uh, always Australia. In, uh, yeah, in Australia. They're ahead of us. It says, glory be to God who brings a word to us through pastors Jesse and Kathy. What a wonderful work you do that you revive weary souls and fill us with faith, hope, and joy. I just get so revved up and spring out from bed every week with this. Spring out. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since I've been connected to you this way and as a partner since last year, I've seen miracles in my life. Oh, glory. All glory to God. Thank you, dear pastor. What's your name? Her name
0: is Ann. People, She's that's Ann is, now, Anne is Wake telling up, you this. Ann is telling you this, not <laughs> Jesse. I'm telling. Yeah. I told you the anointing of increase is on my life. You're not right. a partner as mentioned. Pray, brother. Come on. I'm telling you, it's on me, and it will come on you. We got people saying that. Now let me tell you something. She lives in Sydney, Australia. I have offices in Maruchador, Queensland, and you know what? I mean, man, Australia got locked down. My God, I need to go back over there and preach. I want to do another tour. I did such a phenomenal tour the last time I was there. I went all the way to Perth. I love Perth. We covered
1: the whole continent. We preached
0: for Margaret Court and Barry. Yes. Wonderful people. I love, I love. I I call him Pastor Barry. He went, oh, my God, I I just got elevated, (laughs) you know.
1: Got promoted.
0: Oh, promoted, yeah. I love the Australian people. So be praying that they will loosen the restrictions and we can go over there. Get to meet you in person. Maybe, what's her name? Get to meet Anne, Anne in person. It would be a blessing be of great. the Lord. Great. Hallelujah. Maybe hey. we could do a boardroom chat there. That would be nice. Right there in the, in, 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 the, in the great city of Australia. Look at all them behind the camera. Maybe he'll bring Montana. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sydney. Or, it, what's that?
1: Or Maroochydore. Or, or Maroochydore,
0: Queensland. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I've preached in every, what they call it? Providence. Uh, Providence. state, uh, no, Territories in the Australian continent. And in New Zealand. I need to go back to New Zealand, too. Oh, such wonderful people. What a blessing. Well, to we've God. met
1: so many people, wonderful people in a lot of nations that oh. God has called, including Canada. And this one is from Mabel. It says, Blessings from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. There? I've been waiting every Thursday for your boardroom chat. Isn't yeah, that a blessing? And rewatching it again. You are so real, not just as husband and wife, but also as a follower of Christ. You Praise give joy and inspire me. I, li- I re-listened Ooh. to Brother Jesse's teaching of why is it my giving working? Mm-hmm. I got his book, I Never Learned to Doubt. Please pray for my financial breakthrough.
0: Wait, that's a pretty big compliment she gave us. So let's pray. What's her let's name, Mabel? Mabel. Father, Mabel. in the name of Thank Jesus, you, we set ourselves an agreement that Mabel's going to be blessed in the city, in yes, the field, going Lord. in and going Thank out. You, Lord. Lord. she's got that book, I Never Learned to Doubt, so Doubt will never be a part of her ever again. Thank you, Jesus. She understands all of a sudden, why is it my giving working, Lord? Bless them beyond human reasoning. Mm -hmm. And Lord, I thank you for it because you said if two of us agree, well, Kathy's holding my hand, Kathy's one, I'm two, Mabel's three, and faith destroys all distance between us and Mabel. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone else that wants to accept the faith that we're praying right right now, in Jesus' name. I want to say something to you, and I've said it so many times, it's such a blessing. And I I believe it's really, uh, it's a very sweet revelation. You know, how come people always struggle with money. Yeah. You know, why do people need so much? I've said it so many times. Because they don't know what they want, Kathy. Mm-hmm. They know what they need. Mm-hmm. Boy, you can tell you can now, what do you need? Uh, we need clothes for the kids, we need tuition for college. But they don't know what they want. Right. And you know, David found out what he wanted and got it in Psalms twenty-three, verse one, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. Mm-hmm. See, so when you understand, what did he choose? He chose the faith side. Instead of the unbelief side. That's good. So I'm going to say this. Every time Jesus comes to New Orleans, Louisiana, every time you preach at Covenant Church, every time I do a boardroom chat, faith, the facts, or I'm preaching somewhere, he comes to do a mighty work. And you know what we do? We get out the way. Yeah. And we let him do it. That's so true. Our visionary conference was just so phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It was people. I'm telling you. I thought, man, people said, what are you, you going to do? There are other buildings big. If I have to rent the superdome, I'll do it. you know whatever. I don't care. It doesn't make any difference. But you see, we want him to do that. But yet I've been in places where they squash what God wants to do. Yeah. I have experienced the exact same thing Jesus did when he went to Nazareth. Yeah, I could not do nobody work. God t- what, what do you mean? Who do you think you are? He said, "Go do the work that I do." And greater works than these shall you do, because I go to my father. That St. John 14, verse 12. He said, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And then he said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do. But you know what? And I accept that. That's in red. And I go out that with that fervor and that passion that I have, because I love the Lord, to do his work. They say, uh we don't do those things here. Right. Just turn it over to us. I
1: remember when you went to a church early in our ministry. I was at home with my, our daughter, Jody. I had a little daycare business, and you went off, I think, somewhere in South Louisiana. And you were supposed to be gone for four days. You yeah. left that day. And instead of staying gone four days, you came back that night. And I was so shocked. shocked. In fact, it was early in the night because I think you preached that Sunday morning. Yeah. They or, stopped me. And, yeah. and, they, and you. I said, well, what are you doing home? What happened? And tell them what happened. Well, what happened is
0: I was preaching. Boy, the church loved it. But there was one, the biggest tithe prayer didn't like it. Mm. And she told the pastor, we're shutting this revival down. That was Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. She sh- I didn't finish my service on Sunday morning. Yeah, Shut it down. So I said, I, 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 I will submit to authority, not her authority.
1: Mm-mm. No.
0: No. You know, she needed a she needed good. Yeah. She needed, well, she needed something. But let me just say that. <laughs> we're not going to but go the, there. know the, I'm not going <laughs> to go there. But I looked at that pastor and I said, you won't have a church. Because she should, I said, because God's not in control here. Right. And it wasn't six months that church closed its doors. Mm-hmm. Not, not because of what they did to me, because, you see, uh, their depth, her depth of unbelief they was so They made a choice
1: strong. not to believe. Mm.
0: The Word of God,
1: the same way the people of Jesus' hometown made a choice to not believe what he was saying. Yeah. And, you know, the sad thing is that, you know, so often all of us are in this situation. We'll see someone come up to the platform that, you know, God has positioned there. He is their mouthpiece for that moment to, to teach us or to train us. And sometimes when they walk up, we're distracted. by might be how they look, how they sound, their accent or their personality. And uh, we don't receive everything that God really wants for us. But I think what God is showing us today, how important it is for us to, to tune in what the spirit is saying and not look in the natural, but connect spirit to spirit. Because God is there to, to teach and to train us. And if and we to receive to him, his voice. to hear his voice and you
0: believe remember, it. Remember when you took your shoes off and walked out in the cold and you gave that, your shoes to that girl in Australia? Yeah. Ever, tell the people about that. Because you see, I mean, you know, Kathy, it's cold. It, it was the wintertime there in Australia.
1: I wasn't cold but I'm usually but I mean, very cold. She's usually
0: <laughs> very cold. So the Lord put the warmth on the, f- the foot, you know, and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. I was
1: filled with the fire And uh, so
0: I, we had finished preaching, and uh, we came back into the, I guess you're speaking room, they had some finger foods and things. It was just nibbling. And uh, tell the, me the pastor's story.
1: daughter complimented me on my shoes and before service I had the little inkling in my heart maybe I, I feel like I'd like to give her my shoes but I thought well maybe I didn't know what size she wore I don't know if she even would want them sometimes people just compliment what you like but that doesn't mean they want them right and so uh
0: especially used
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah used shoes and so I, I uh, after the service she mentioned it again because I had said during the service to my heart well maybe if I missed you lord let her tell me that again if she says that I think that's
0: what you said you told me
1: I in my heart yeah I prayed that and so after service when she came to me in the back room we were chatting they had finger foods before we left she complimented my shoes again so I took them off my feet right then and gave them to her her. and I didn't know at the time in fact we ran this on a past issue of our magazine her testimony she wrote it was a beautiful young woman there in Australia and she um, Wrote how that was actually on her vision board. She had a vision for shoes. I had on a pair of Louis Vuitton shoes that I'd had maybe like five years. They weren't Mm. new shoes, and I hadn't worn them a whole lot, but they were really nice. Because you got so
0: many pairs. But anyway,
1: and that's the that's the will of God for my life.
0: (laughs) I got to agree with anyway, that. Um, anyway, <laughs> I got to agree with because
1: that because I'm sewing them, and I can't tell you how many pairs of shoes and purses and things I've given away. But Ooh, I'm a distribution Lord, center, you, center the for the them. Lord. I bought every
0: one of them. I can tell you exactly. But go ahead.
1: Not everyone. <laughs> Some I bought for myself. For other people have <clears throat> given to me. Okay, anyway. Yes, yes. But I know you love to say that, yeah, and yeah, I do yeah. appreciate you. Thank
0: you. I appreciate that. That's the way that
1: but I remember play, taking them off my shoe, feet, putting them on, her giving them to her. She put them on, and she was just ecstatic. The smile was so precious. And I remember thinking, that I'm just going to walk to the car in my shoes. I had bare feet, and it was okay. And it wasn't and it was, Yeah,
0: and I was kind of concerned about that. It was like that, really you know?
1: cold there in Australia. Because I know she gripes summer, when she's cold. Winter. Kathy
0: gripes when she's cold. You don't like to be cold. I don't,
1: cry. Oh
0: Lord, the depth this, of your life is amazing. I have this look amazing. on my
1: face <laughs> that he interprets. Kind of like people that have some. Oh no, it's not they- no. Inter-
0: Everybody knows that I've been with. She gets cold. She take off, man. She hates it. With the passion, Lord Jesus.
1: But I wasn't told that I told her if she
0: went to hell, she'd go,
1: it's cozy. Warm. I had a a warmth in my heart because I had obeyed God, and I knew that I had heard from him, and it it was a blessing in her life. And it blessed her. And that was such a beautiful thing. And I could do a mighty work right there in Australia because I listened to God. Yeah. And uh, her life was impacted because it was a fulfillment of a plan and a a dream that she had had in her own life. And it brought reinforcements to her heart that she can continue to believe God for those other things that were on that list. You know, each of us encounter people throughout our lives. And when, we're, when we obey God and walk out on what seems to be sometimes may be silly in your own mind, shoes may seem silly to some people. Right, right. At that day, it didn't seem like a really important thing at first. But when I yielded to that, it changed her life. And I know that it made an impact on others that even read that testimony later in our magazine
0: well I'll tell you this much you chose to you chose to take the faith side because you were thinking you know maybe you know maybe she wouldn't you know if she says it again I'll do it you know what I mean and she wasn't trying to get something from Kathy no, at, all. Not at all she just was admiring those shoes mm-hmm. and she got it. that happened to me years and years ago in time I went to a place called Houston I was eating and I had a pair of beautiful uh gorgeous looking alligator boots on they were expensive too and um um this man walked up to me. And, uh, Kevin is who it was. Kevin. Uh, not uh, Kevin uh, Martin. No, uh, Kevin Martin. That's right. That was his last name, Kevin Martin. He's now in heaven today, and uh, he says, "Man, that's the prettiest pair of boots I've ever seen." And I said, "Thank you, Kevin." And as I was walking out, the Lord said, well, give it to him." I said, "Well, I don't know what size shoe he wears." He said, "If I told you to give you the boots, give him the boots. Don't you think I know Kevin's size?" Mm-hmm uh yeah mm-hmm. he said take them off your feet and give it to them right then he was a of it, and i'm in socks okay and i said kevin try these on he said well i don't know if they'll fit or not i said the lord says to give them to you it will be the right size, and it fit in perfect mm-hmm. he had the same shoe size as i have
1: uh-huh. and you didn't know that Oh no i didn't
0: know that i mean, i didn't checking his feet out in any way shape or form but it was just such a blessing of the lord people notice shoes we have a person here <laughs> that works for me named Christy. She's a blood. She got the littlest feet. Christy. I mean, they're just about this big.
1: You said Christy. That's what I said. Chrissy. Chrissy. Okay. Saw Didn't her. I say That's what I thought I, I, thought I said. T- I thought you put a T in there.
0: Well, my have, maybe Chrissy, Chrissy or Chrissy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anyway, she, she goes. She, she likes to a do lot, her hands the whole thing, a hand. She was telling me, I just like to leave fellow. her alone. I thought it's great. It's really great. So she had her fingernails and toenails done, and <laughs> the people. She goes. They went. Ooh, look at the little baby feet. <laughs> it was. It was so funny. And well, that's better than having feet like Sasquatch. <laughs> you you can't baby. do
1: anything about your feet. Your no, baby. you can't. Glad Hello. to have them.
0: And she walks very well. <laughs>
1: She gets across.
0: The head. At least I think so. Stick you know.
1: to the, she says, "Stick to the word." Stick
0: Brother Stick to Jess. the word. Well, you know, my lord, there's nothing wrong with that. Praise God. Well, you, you know.
1: know what Cinderella said.
0: What Cinderella said. Well,
1: I have a sign in my closet that says, "One shoe can change your life."
0: <laughs> anyway, that's, that's right. Yeah, you got to think of the bright side here. See, so you, when you, now, you know, the reason why we're laughing and we have such a good time. Because we've chose the faith side instead of the unbelief side, right. so God can do a mighty work in us, mm-hmm. and God can do a mighty work in you. Mm-hmm. That's what that's all about. You see what I'm saying? He is here to do a mighty work in you. I believe there's some people out there. Definitely, if you you need some financial help, you need to get it quick, and mm-hmm. He's there to do it. Yeah. But someone told you that prosperity message don't work, and it's delaying your blessing. You're not going to be greedy. Don't you trust the God that trusts you? Right. Yeah, there are some people that preach things that are not true. You know, you don't even have to be saved to see that. Mm-hmm. But what, I mean, what, you think about Jesus. You think Jesus was criticized because of that seamless robe? You better know he was. That was a very expensive robe, and it was seamless. Now, I don't know. You know, you, you, you know how to sew. I mean, how all that stuff was. Well, he was but criticized
1: he when, they poured, when the woman anointed him. For his right. burial. Yeah. And he said, let her alone. Basically said, shut up. Leave yeah, her alone. That's right.
0: That's right. That, uh, broke that alabaster box mm-hmm. o- And o- that's, his when, feet.
1: that's when Judas said, you know, this should have been sold and given to the poor. And right. the Bible even tells us it wasn't because he cared for the poor, yeah. but, but he stole from the bag. Yeah. He wanted that money for well, himself. Well, you think
0: about this. That, that rope was very, very, you could call, call it designer class because at his crucifixion, they gambled for it. Well, I know, I know something about gamblers. They gamble for something better than what they got.
1: Right. They I never forget we were in Las Vegas.
0: I never, remember that, man? I don't know if you remember that. This, just, this was recent. We went and preached at a church called uh, uh, David, Sheeran, David and Vicki Sheeran. Is that called something Life? Uh, Word, Word of, life? of Life? I believe it is called. So we were at the Venetian Hotel, okay? And uh, so we were going up to our room. I and mean, then to go up in the Venetian, they're so big, you got to go to two or three elevators and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, to make a long story short, we got in and when we opened, opened up the door, there was a man, but um, it stopped. He was already in there and then we were going up to a higher floor. Right. He was probably going up to a higher floor than we were. Anyway, he looked at me and I could tell he was worried. I didn't know this man from Adam. I'd never seen him before in my life. We're in the elevator. He goes, oh, oh no. I just lost. Remember that? He said, I lost $4,000. Because
1: he was going up to see his wife.
0: He, going, he said, and he my what wife she was is going to be do. mad <laughs> as a haunted. I know I should have quit and everything. And I thought, my God, this man just got robbed. And now his wife going to beat his brains out for doing that kind of stuff. And I didn't know him. I just looked at him like that. And before I could have a chance to say anything to him, the door, elevator door was open when he walked out. And I thought, my Lord. Now, what is he going to say? Well, he chose to believe a side that he shouldn't. Yeah, he- Let me tell you something about gambling. and or these. Uh, if you look at these beautiful hotels, who's winning? Look at the casinos. Who's winning? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, there are some people that do win, I guess, you know. I've never been a gambler. I never have, even when I was a sinner. I worked too hard for my money. I said, I don't, and, and you know what? I said this before, but I said it when I was a sinner. I don't live by chance. Then I added something to it after I got born yeah. again. I live, live by, by faith. Choice. Yeah, I live by choice and and by faith, you know. I don't live by chance. In other words, my faith will produce a choice that will work. Mm -hmm. It will win. Why? Because faith is a winner and unbelief is a loser. True. And that's That's what it's all about. See, so this is what happened. This whole village lost out. Mm -hmm. And a whole other village got blessed because they received. Mm -hmm. And Nazareth, the city of Nazareth, should have been blessed. Mm-hmm. You know, if they would just honor God, honor Jesus, what did God say? If you honor me, I will honor you mm-hmm. in every area of your life. I never forget. There's a wonderful movie uh, that I love to watch. It's called Chariots of, you know, down fire. Ch- yeah, fire? Uh, it's about the Olympics of 1920, 20, 24, something like that. And this
1: you used to play that on the piano. Down,
0: down, down, down,
1: Play that again.
0: Dun, for dun, me? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> You know that song it's a beautiful Go ahead comedy. you can sing it if you want <laughs> Praise I don't God. think it has words But that man That man uh, loved the Lord And his conviction was Was not to run on the Sabbath And he wouldn't do it And actually uh, It was amazing by standing for what he believed What's Taking the faith side mm-hmm. He put a, a wonderful testimony All over the world I think his name was Eric He was a Scotsman from Scotland. It's a beautiful movie. It's a great, great movie. Chariots of Light? Ch- ch- no, that, fire, Chariots say. of Fire. Yeah, it was one of the most, I, I love that movie because he stood for and became a missionary to China. Mm-hmm. I think after, and, and this man could run. He said, God made me fast. He was giving God glory, and watch it in a sport arena, in sports, God made me fast. So he was running for the Lord. I'll never forget many years ago, one of the uh, I'll keep his name private. One of the uh, uh, heavyweight champions of the world. I know quite a few boxers and things because I love boxing. Uh, he came up to me and he said, "But Jesse, you think it's a sin for me to box?" I said, "No, I don't think so at all." I said, "I, said, I don't think the kind of man you are, you're not trying to kill that man. You, it's a sport. You just want to win, you know And I said, "God gave you that gift. And let me tell you something to be." a heavyweight champion or a lightweight champion or a middleweight champion or welterweight, or whatever you want to call it, whatever. <laughs> you got to know what you're doing, see? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I said, no, it's your gift, but you can let your light so shine in the midst of your gift. Right, right. And it was just such a blessing of the Lord. So he chose what God, and he chose what God wanted for him. And he, he chose to give God uh, testimony in the midst of this great, great royal. And this just happened with the olympics that wonderful wrestler woman talking about how great america was and, and that she had won some money because she's an olympic champion and she, a wonderful lady she make you cry when you hear her talk yeah. and she said and she won thirty-seven thousand dollars or something and she said i want to give it to my mama because my mama always wanted a food truck yeah it blessed me when i think yes, about that you know because she's a great cook and and she could bring the food truck up i thought now that's a testimony Mm-hmm. Given, if, if, uh, You know, there are a lot of things wrong with America, but there's more right things with America than there is wrong things yeah, that's beautiful. because America was founded. Now, that's going to make somebody mad, but I don't care. America was founded on Judeo-Christian ethic. It just was. Our founding father. Found you go read it, you'll see it everywhere. Don't. And it, you can try to blind your eyes to it, but they chose to do what Christianity called to do. I didn't say they were perfect. Nobody is, but Jesus was. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he chose the right thing. What did Jesus choose? He chose to die so we wouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. Think about that. So we could have eternity with God Almighty. Now that's bliss, to be with God Almighty. Amen. And Amen. that's choosing the faith side instead of the unbelief side. You go through the Bible, you'll find wonderful people doing that. The centurion. Yeah. Uh, that the gentleman that uh, went to Peter's house, uh, Peter went to his house mm-hmm. and he said, and he was baptized. I mean, the different types of people had got you. Look at Paul the apostle who was once Saul, the bloodthirsty persecutor. He chose to preach the gospel,
1: yeah.
0: chose to give his life. Yeah. What about all the missionaries, people that have died for the gospel right. in our times and, and in the 1800s and 1900s? You know, England. I love England, and I've preached there many, many times. They, 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 they sent the gospel all over the world. They sent it to America. Mm-hmm. You know, George Whitfield crossed the ocean 14 times to preach the gospel.
1: Right. And I know that many of them when they stepped out and did what they knew God was telling them to do, they met opposition the same way Jesus did when sure. he was in his hometown. There were always, I'm sure, people around who rejected the message, who wouldn't who would had a doubt or they were offended at them for whatever reason, maybe because of their Uh, religious training or their unbelief, but they kept going forward and pushing through to that. You cannot give up. You have to be true to what God is calling you to do and let the chips basically fall where they may, as they say, because we have to obey God rather than man. In fact, so often when the Bible talks about in the New Testament how they dragged the the, uh, disciples of Jesus before the magistrates, and they told them to stop preaching this. Even though they had seen, they knew Jesus rose from the yeah. dead. They didn't want to hear it. They were still offended, but they said, "We we have to obey God rather than man."
0: And what did they say? Those people say those men have been with Jesus. They
1: took. To know to the fact that these uneducated men had been with Jesus. He transformed them from the inside out. Yeah. And they changed. Actually, they turned the world upside down.
0: Oh, they like certainly the did. Says. And, you know, they weren't qualified to do so. Maybe you don't feel qualified, but you chose the faith side. So do what you have to do and watch God bless you beyond your wildest That's dreams. True. You know,
1: every day all of us have an opportunity to choose to, to believe the Word of God or be offended. So often the things that we hear, our natural mind wants to reject it because we've been all, a lot of us have been uh, religiously brainwashed instead of New Testament taught. Right. But if we take, you know, a lot of people, times when I hear people say something, I think to myself, you know, I don't think they ever read the Bible. Do they regularly read the Bible? Because if you read the Bible, you're, you're not going to say some some of the things that I yeah. hear people say. The Word of God is filled with wonderful truths Jesus taught so many great well, things, if we take the time to systematically every day read those chapters, read the Word of God, take the time to pray, and stay with it, and, and, and let the that. Spirit of God speak to you, you're going to grow, you're going to understand some things, you're going to know what to do when that difficult situation arises. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll give you a prime example. This just happened, uh, or the testimony, we got it. Last year, we have a, a, a meeting that we do called a, our Visionary Conference. It's every July, and it used to be in April, but we had to change it because we couldn't get hotels because of all the festivals and things of that nature, and because it's cooler in New Orleans in April, but we got air-conditioned in July, so we'll just do it that way, but last year, not this year, last year, and I think that would be- In 2020. 2020. Mm-hmm. We had it, and I, the Lord, I was flowing in the gifts of the Spirit, and I walked to the back, and I said, God is going to make a millionaire out of this person, uh, uh, out of some people- a person in this section and God's going to make a millionaire out of a, a person in this section. Of course, everybody shouted. Okay, that was a year ago, 2021. We just had it in July uh, of 2021. Anyway, we were sitting there, and all of a sudden I walked, uh, this man walked up to me. Oh, actually, I was walking around. He said, Brother Jesse, you remember when you said, uh, now this is him talking. Remember when you said that God would uh, make someone a millionaire in that section? I said, I remember that. He said, well, that was me, but he didn't make me a millionaire. And I was about ready to say that he said he made me a multi-millionaire. Ooh. I went, whoa, a multi-millionaire. And then another person comes up. This is in July of this year. Said, you know, when you pointed to that section, I was in that section. But he didn't make me a millionaire either. He made me a multi-millionaire. In <laughs> one year, at time, two people who I did not know became multi-millionaires. Wow. That's what they said. Why did Why did they do it? Why did God do it? They chose to believe what God said through me. By faith, instead of saying, No, that's impossible. That can't happen. Who do you think you are? That guy is just saying that to make people come to his meetings and things. No, I said it because the Holy, actually, I didn't say it. God said it. I just repeated it. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. You see what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you something. God wants to fill your coffers with the blessings. If you just let him, but you have got to get to this side. You got to cross the river Jordan. You got to cross the Sea of Galilee. You got to cross the Pacific Ocean. I'm gonna call it what you want. But and if you don't have a boat, start walking. By Lord, and choose to walk by faith and not by sight. And you'll walk the water, right. and God will honor you every time, not some of the time.
1: Right. You know, I have a, a long testimony, but I'd love to, yeah, I'd love to read go it. go ahead. We this is minutes. not in the ones they gave me today, but I read this this morning, and it's going to be you in a future magazine. Thing? Not the whole thing, okay. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, this is one that came to us from Florida, and it says, I attended Jesse's trip to heaven meeting on five on May the 21st, this 2021.
0: 20, well, no, no, you have to wait. The, I, I, I gave the testimony of him. The that testimony that May. was
1: recorded right. here at our headquarters. I think right. we're going right. to air it on the broadcast in November. If you haven't yeah. seen it, you be sure and watch for that. And it's already on social media. I think it's had over 500,000 views just on YouTube. So, I mean, it it has blessed people all over the world. Right. And, in fact, I think there was a little guy that, uh, that we met recently at the Believers Convention that shared it on his TikTok page. He has... He said he had had a million views from his yeah. TikTok thing. He watched it and made comments Gabe on it. Is his Gabe name. Perdue or what? Yeah, it? wonderful Something? young man. I got Sweet to God. meet him too. It
0: was a blessing. Go ahead and read it. Anyway,
1: it, it says, uh, This is, says, I attended Jesse's trip he- to heaven meeting on 521. Last time I heard Jesse talk about this was 33 years ago, and he didn't miss a word. It was absolutely identical to his first meeting about this, meaning the first time he heard you share it. Okay, it says, I am very precise about times, dates, and history. We are tithers, and my wife and I pray Malachi 3.10 through 12 every day. The phrase proving now herewith has stuck with me in memory for the longest time, and I said to God, prove yourself that you will open the windows of heaven and pour me out a blessing that I may not have room enough to receive it. I said it a second time with more conviction. That evening, on May the 26th, I had five contracts come in at exactly 33 p.m. My phone went off like a pinball machine Several minutes, for several minutes. I received five million-dollar contracts, and one of which had <laughs> been, I had been pursuing for more than two years. The next morning, I was giving a testimony to my wife, and I used the word loose, um, Uh, And before I could finish saying the word, two more contacts came in in the morning and another one came in in the afternoon. This in value equals three years of my work coming in within 24 hours. To God, I give all the glory to Jesus, all my love and all my prayers through the Holy Spirit. God is good. Words cannot express the gratitude I have for Jesse teaching us the four types of giving when I was at a point of bankruptcy. And now I am a wallowing, he says, in blessings. Thank you, Jesse and Kathy, (laughs) for your prayer partners who I've called many times. That means our our partner care staff. And for JDM, for all that you do to transform my life.
0: What's the name uh, of this
1: person? uh, 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 They didn't give their name. It's from Florida. Uh, Thank you, Jesse and Kathy, for your prayer partners who I've called many times. And JDM, for all that you do to transform my life into one that is obedient to the Lord and his word. Ladies awesome? and gentlemen,
0: I'm telling you, I I, I know people That's think so I'm good. just trying to say that to get money from you. I'm trying to get money to you. The this anointing of amazing. increase is on my life. It is on me. I can't. But I, it, you know, how do you how do you receive those things? You're not gonna like this part. It's by sowing seeds. See, the Bible says as long as the earth remains, seed time, harvest time. And listen, I do the same thing myself. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I and I do very well financially. God has been very gracious to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm gracious, uh, and to God be the glory. But I told the Lord, I said, Lord, why is this anointing of increase on me? He said, because I can trust you. Mm -hmm. Now, I live good, you know, and all this kind of stuff, but I'm not a greedy man. I mean, I'm just constantly being being blessed and being a blessing. Right. You know, And uh, I mean, uh, by the time you see this, this last week, I gave $75,000 away. What? Yeah, I had it. But the Lord said, would you do that for me? I said, I'll do it in a second. I would. People said, well, boy, that's kind of crazy. Oh, ain't no telling what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you because, you see, I choose the faith side. Now, don't do something crazy because I did it. You know, people say, well, if Jesse did it, I'm going to do it. You don't do this because Jesse did this or Kathy. You do this because the Spirit of God quickens you to do that. So if you want to be a partner in this ministry, then do that. If you don't, don't. But don't stop watching. It's not uh, a what's the word I want to use? Uh, Well, mandatory, mandatory that you got to give if you want to watch. Conditional, yeah. No, but I want to tell you something. We have so many uh, testimonies like that that are coming in
1: that they have learned from the principles, and I believe this teaching. Why isn't
0: my giving? I preached that. I think it's on the broadcast recently. If it's not this week, from Singapore to South Africa, right? Because it works. It's scripturally based and it works. It is yes. not trying to get something from you. It's trying to get something to you, and it'll just work. We're out of time here right now. But what I'm saying is I thank you for, uh, for that person saying it. And mm-hmm. I think if you go all the way down to the end of that testimony, I bet you you got his, that person's no, name.
1: well, I don't have it on my well, on, your, on your
0: iPad because they gave it to you that they way. They didn't get,
1: sometimes get their names. They don't
0: give all the information. We
1: don't always share the names just to keep their yeah, privacy. Yeah, you have
0: to keep people's uh, personal information Identity, right? private. So think about that. So pray about it. And let me leave with this. Choose the faith side. Let Jesus marvel at the depth of your faith, instead of the depth of your unbelief. Because
1: He wants to do some more wonderful, marvelous things oh God. in your
0: lives—spiritually, physically, and financially.
1: Today, mm-hmm.
0: He wants you out of the hospital beds.
1: Yes, He wants we'll you home with your children. Amen. He
0: wants, if you're an elderly person, he wants your children to be able to go visit you if you're in a nursing home mm-hmm. without having to be worried about making you sick or they being sick. We, we believe the blood things. of
1: Jesus too on all the school children oh, that yes. are going to school. In Jesus. We name. just thank you, Lord, for divine help yes, on Lord. all the families and the children, Lord, as they're going.
0: Yes, Lord. Your protection. We decree and declare it today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for watching our boardroom chat today. Your kids are going to be okay, and so will you be okay just spiritually, it. physically. Financially, choose the faith side. Choose
1: the faith side, and not the doubt And let God side.
0: marvel at the depth of your faith. Till next time, Jesse and Kathy said, We see you soon. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.